Hi folks, you're very welcome along to the Fantasyland FPL podcast. This is episode six. My name is Stephen Gillery, and alongside me, Keen Negan. Welcome back. I'm back. Yes. Back Thanks again. Thanks for having me again. Back again with a bang. Uh, we're in a different location here today. We're in uh, my house for a change. So you know, no dogs in the background. No, no dogs barking or dogs trying to jump up on top of me when I come in the door. Even though I love dogs. Yeah, but mine's yeah. mine's a bit of a. Yeah, he's just a, he's he's getting bigger every he's time. Getting I see bigger him. every time now. Twenty five kilos. Twenty five kilos. Golden retriever. Golden Is he a golden retriever or a Labrador? A, a Labrador mixed with Rottweiler. All oh, right. Okay. That's that's a nice mix. Yeah. <laughs> Got the size anyway. Yeah. So you're very welcome, now, folks. If you haven't already followed uh, the Twitter page or you haven't checked it out, make sure you do Fantasyland FPL on Twitter. Uh, check it out. See what you think and give it a follow if you like it. Um, we're going to get, get through a lot of stuff here today. We're going to get through uh, wild cards. We're going to chat a little bit about that. We're going to talk about potential wild card targets, and we're going to talk a little bit about uh, some of the fixtures and the game week four fixtures that are happening this weekend with the return of the Premier League. And um, yeah, so let's kick it off first of all, Keen. I didn't get a chance to ask you about your game week three. I did a bit of a review on my own one last week. So how'd it go? Um. I've had I've had poor game weeks the last two game weeks. I'm not gonna lie. Um, made a made a very stupid decision of putting Salah on the bench. Can't believe that. I I don't know why. I just didn't think. I thought he was gonna dud for me. Put on defender instead of him. Done absolutely nothing. I should have had him starting. I know it's, it was only well, it was only nine points really the difference. So I would have got fifty nine. Mm. Um, my front line done great, which I'm happy with. Calvert-Lewin got 18 points and he was my captain. I nice. captain Calvert-Lewin. I just, just had a thought in my head. He's doing well. He is doing well. He is, but he's a muscle injury now. He might not play next week. Um, I, I'm just a bit frustrated now. I'm not going to lie. A bit frustrated. The wildcard thoughts in my head, but lucky for me, I rolled over a transfer. So I might do a mini wildcard this week, but not happy with my game week. No, I didn't even open the app till this morning because I wanted to <laughs> nice. I wanted to clear my head yeah. and the second I open it, see what mistakes I made. I looked at it now, I kind of know what I want to do now already. Yeah. It's not a bad idea actually just kind of not opening it for a while and then kind of have a look at it and see what's going on. Like If you're there watching it every every single day, you're going to mm. overthink it. Oh yeah, like the big ta- time. Tactic I'm going with this week, don't even look at it until two days before the game mm. week and then decide what I'm at. Yeah. Perfect. So 50 points, yeah? 50, 50, 50 points. points. Yeah. I should have got 59, but... Yeah. It's... I think, like I was saying last week there, I only I got 51. So my mistake was not captain of Antonio when I had it on him all week. And then, obviously, you know, he goes ahead and does that. Does that. So, yeah, we live and we learn. Um, Who's your captain in the end? Uh, Danny Yanks. So he only got four points in the end. He got... Uh, eight points, though. Oh, sorry, yeah, you got eight, eight, eight points. points. Yeah, yeah, he got, got an assist, assist in the end. So it wasn't too bad, but could have been an awful lot better. The international break, what do you make of it? Um, Just... Terrible being an Ireland fan. Yeah, I We know. have to celebrate, celebrate a point against Serbia. Yeah, the goalkeeper done very well last night, Gavin. Oh, Gavin Bazzini Bazzini done Bazzini. brilliant yeah, job. Yeah. Mm. Done brilliant very young, job. very young goalkeeper. I think I saw a stat that he made 20 saves out of 22 shots. Something out for the whole week, like, mm. Mm. which is He's a big, a big future ahead of him, I'd say. Was he 20, is he? I think he's 19. 19. Mm-hmm. 19 and he's already our starting international goalkeeper. Yeah, it's ridiculous. But I suppose from, like Keane was saying, and from an Ireland point of view, it's hard to know where we go next. A lot of people kind of asking, does Kenny deserve another contract? It's hard to know. It's hard to know. I think we're so limited the in what we've got. players aren't there. Yeah, exactly. Players aren't there. You can't really blame Kenny. 
maybe he isn't the manager but yeah but I think if he gets another contract and like, like I said a lot of people want him to get another contract and see how it goes but I suppose they can't do too much worse at this stage but yeah uh, defeat for Ireland 2-1 against Portugal uh, Ronaldo with the two goals in that one then uh, we lost 1-0 to or 1-1 against Aberdeen yeah, yeah. And have, that's a game you have to win there have to win that yeah. and you just don't go out and do it yeah All then the obviously Serbia right. then last night at the time we're recording here we're on Wednesday here so it was last night um, yeah just, just very kind of it was a good result against Serbia though good result yeah I suppose you forget how decent football. Serbia are like, yeah. they're, they're not bad like. and we played good football towards the end I was, I was looking into it a bit and they actually passed the ball around mm. well they're for the first technically time technically good for the first time in the Kenny area yeah there, so Mm, that's not too bad we'll see what happens there really so I suppose we better get into some of the stuff that we wanted to talk about in this podcast so I'm just going to start on wildcards as Keen mentioned before I think everybody's been thinking about it a lot of people have already done it Um, I haven't done it yet I don't know if I'm going to do it Keen Um, should we wildcard do we need to wildcard it's only game week four it's only game week four. Lots of people are probably panicking now and they're going, oh, I need to hit the wild card because all the average pointers of last season aren't hitting the points this season. Yeah. doesn't mean that they're not going to hit points now going yeah. into form. But loads of people just seem to be panicking. I'm, I panicked a child a bit when I got the 50-pointer. Mm. You probably even panicked a child oh, when yeah, I got the 51-pointer. Because I carried over the two transfers, I think I need to just do small changes this week and then if it doesn't work out... Yeah. Think about bringing in the likes of a wild card and maybe even bringing in Lukaku. Mm. But at the moment, I think a lot of people are probably panicking if they're really low down. Now, don't get me wrong, if they're really low down, very yeah. low down, then hit the wild card by all means. Yeah. But if your team needs serious, if you need to restructure your whole squad, I think you should definitely do it. But if you only need to make three changes, maybe four at the absolute maximum, I think if you have two free transfers you use them maybe take a minus eight I wouldn't encourage anyone to take more than a minus eight yeah. if you can get away with taking a four a minus four then that would be that would be much better than taking a wild card but yeah I, I suppose say, I say a lot of people rolled transfers over in that last week yeah. a lot of people definitely rolled them over and mm. you could do what a, a friend Jamie Work's been calling the mini wild card yeah well that's, that's actually it's not a bad point like what, what, like, what is this Take use a minus, your, take a minus eight, and yeah. use your two free transfers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Four transfers in. Yeah. Well, four changes are gonna is gonna shake up your squad a fair bit, so it's just something to think about, I suppose. But in terms of our reasons, it's it's all about personal preference, I suppose. Like if you feel like your team needs a big shake up, you know, if there's lots of yellow flags or red flags, then you might, you know, you definitely might need to do it. But if you don't, it, like if you're thinking I can get away with this for another couple of weeks then you probably don't need to. Just maybe wait till, like, my initial plan at the start of the season was to wait till at least game week six, game week seven, before I'd done anything, you know. So the fixtures look pretty good for a lot of teams, including the likes of Chelsea, Liverpool, who have good fixtures, Wolves. City, I think, will have a couple of good City, games. yeah, yeah. I was looking at Wolves' fixtures, actually, actually, we'll talk about them in a bit. For the next 11, I don't think they play any of the top teams. So you'll see on Twitter there, a lot of people are jumping on the likes of Adama Traore Jimenez Jimenez Semedo um, yeah. Connor Cody maybe so we'll chat about them in a bit but Bali Bali yeah does he, does he so I don't even think he starts I don't think he starts anymore, no but. I don't think yeah um, but can we survive for a few more weeks I think it's just a question we need to ask ourselves over the next 
day or so. I know it's Wednesday here now. A lot of people will have their mind made up whether they want to do it or not. But yeah, just make sure your reasons are right because you don't want to do anything that you're going to regret. Imagine imagine doing a wild card and bringing in a lot of players that do nothing. Do you yeah. know? So, yeah. But it's more not to know, I suppose. Putting Ronaldo in your wild card, he doesn't even start. Maybe. Something well, this this is this is the this is the worry for a lot of people, especially with Ronaldo. I think a lot of people are kind of saying, "Fair enough, he's back." A lot of people are backing him to start. I don't think it's as a hundred percent as people think. I mean, imagine, imagine he started on the bench. You know, you'd be oh yeah, you'd be fuming. You know, he'd, start, spe- he'd probably start on the bench for the first two weeks, maybe. Like. Yeah, I suppose if you like realistically, I I think he'll start. But I don't want to take the chance of of bringing him in, moving someone on, and bringing him in, and then I'm not starting. Like that would yeah. be disaster. Yeah, you kind of have to disaster. wait to see what Solisier does with him. Exactly. Yeah. And will he fit into the style of play? But that's all. That's all stuff for for Man United to kind of figure out over the next couple of weeks. So wildcard, yes or no, Keen? Final yes. decision, no. Hmm. Final decision, no. <clears throat> you can you can decide then over the next week or two after this game week if you want to do it. My yeah. final decision is don't hit it game week four. Yeah. I made the mistake last year of hitting it in game week two. Jeez, mm. yeah, was it game week two? It was game week wow. two I hit because <laughs> I'd actually planned in my head. I was like, flipping, I'm going to go really wild. I yeah. think a lot of teams had good fixtures in the first game week. Then their second game week was tough, so I wildcarded a lot of teams, a lot of players out. Yeah, I think it's, it's our most powerful chip, and we only get one per half of the season. So we've won now, and we've won after Christmas. At the uh, beginning of January, so yeah, for me as well, I would say no. I would say no. I'd say like you were saying earlier, do your mini wild cards, use your two free transfers, maybe use another transfer after that, um, fix your squad up for the next couple of weeks. Then when it comes to game week seven, game week eight, if you can survive that long, then have a look at it, and you can really plan then for the next maybe seven, eight, nine game weeks. You know, because then your consistent you point earners are there. You exactly. Can see yeah. How many points players? Are well, getting. we've definitely got more information. You know, we're three game weeks in, almost four. We've more information now about who's nailed on, who's not so sure, and we've a lot of new players to the league as well. Like so, we'll have to keep an eye on it. But no, definitely from myself, I won't be doing it either. But what if we are wildcarding? Who are we looking at, and who are the targets that we should definitely be considering for the squad? So I've just done up a list of maybe eight, nine, ten odd players. So we'll just go through them. Jimenez at Wolves, seven point four million. Uh, Wolves have lost their first three Premier League games by goal to nil, but against United, they looked very good. They were on the front foot for a lot of that game. Uh, Jimenez himself is in, one in the top three players uh, with most shots on goal. Um, so that's that's got to count for something. I think Wolves are going to turn the corner eventually. What do you think? I think it's only a matter of time before they really turn the corner, but the amount of top quality players they have... Yeah. Um, It'd be a bit, it'd be a bit unlike Wolves. I know they have a new manager and everything. It'd be unlike them now to keep this poor run of form going. Yeah, you know, you you have to look at Adama Traore and think his end product isn't there. But if he starts whipping balls into Jimenez, yeah, yeah. his end product is a big is a big thing. We'll uh, we'll talk about that in a minute. But Jimenez, definitely yeah. Jimenez, he's he's a proven Premier League striker. Like he, like if he, if you said as Wolves have a couple of good game weeks now coming up. Yeah, I I've no doubt in mind here. Definitely scored at least one or two. Whether that would be this week or not, I don't know. But I think the turning point would be this week. They play he, Watford. He'll probably get ten plus goals a season. Like oh yeah, over the, the of, over the course of the season. Yeah, over the course yeah. of the season. But 
dips in form with Jimenez the whole time. Yeah, 7.4 million as well, quite nice price. If you're looking for uh, a cheaper option up front, I know you have Ronaldo and Lukaku, but if you look around, there's actually some re- some really good cheaper options as well. Like So yeah. just keep an eye on that as well. Adama Triore then, we were just speaking about him a second ago, 6 million. Needs to improve his finishing, but overall, fairly good fixtures. Um, last year, I think I had Adama Triore a couple of times, and uh, it just wasn't... It just wasn't anything good at all, you know. He just kind of let me down so many times. Like you were saying there, his his end product is, is fairly non-existent. Yeah. yeah. It, it just he creates so much, to get so little bit of yeah. fantasy. So pacey as well. Like, so he's pacey. Such a quick player. It but it would not surprise me if he went to a top quality team that could try to sort out his end product. Yeah. He'd do really well. Like imagine if he went now to Leicester City. Yeah. yeah. He, and he's whipping balls in for mm. the new guy Daka and. You know, Vardy's in there, and Hinacho's in there. I have no doubt he'd get a lot more yeah. points, but just in that Wolves team, I just don't see the the allure to him. Shall we say? Yeah, I I thought about it, but I'm probably not going to go for it. But I think, in terms of you know, you know the fixtures that they have, Wolves, a lot of people would be looking. They'd be really scrutinising the the stats of some of these players and finding out where they can get an edge. So at the moment, I brought in him and his this week so he's my only Wolves player so far now will there be any more we'll just have to kind of wait and see I haven't really decided yet yeah, Jimenez is your safest bet there really yeah for really, Wolves anyway for Wolves, yeah. Traore is just kind of like just another, another option if you want to if you want to get into that Wolves team so then we move on to Lukaku um, for 11.5 million Chelsea all eyes on game week 6 as, or game week 7 rather as the fixtures turn uh I think we're going to need to see a little bit more. What do you think about Lukaku? I, I agree with you, really. Um, there's no doubt in my mind he is going to get serious all this season. Yeah. But what they play, they play... Uh, who do they play next? Uh, Aston Villa. Aston Villa. Then they play, uh, I think they play Spurs and they play um, Manchester City as well. Yeah, them two together. Spurs and Man City as well. Yeah. Like, I have no doubt in my mind now he might go and score two or three against Villa. Okay. He might like he just yeah. he's that type of player. Even get a goal and two assists because mm. he creates so much. Absolutely, yeah. But yeah. do you then take the risk and hope that he scores <clears> against <throat> Spurs, who've been very good defensively this season so far? Yeah. And then City, who well, you know Pep Guardiola side, they don't concede an awful lot. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I think I think with Lukaku, along with Ronaldo, who we're going to talk about next, I think it's it's a wait and see. I just yeah. want to see Lukaku maybe once more, maybe twice more. Definitely want to see Ronaldo a couple more times as well. But there's no doubt when I do wild cards, probably in game week seven, that he's definitely going to be one of the names straight in there. Oh, absolutely. Oh, he's definitely a name for the future. But yeah. right now, because of yeah. Spurs and City. Yeah, just to fi- to fixtures. It's just really fixtures. tough. Yeah, oh, yeah just exactly. Yeah. Um, then on to uh, Ronaldo. Did you, did you ever hear of this guy, did you? Ronaldo, Cristiano Ronaldo? Uh, CR9, yeah. CR9, yeah. <laughs> he's um he's back again in the Premier League. Never thought I'd see the day if he ever came back. But uh, he's back, 12.5 million. He is in fantasy. Uh, it's great to see him back, yeah, first and foremost. It is, actually. I don't yeah. know about you, but when I was like younger, I grew up watching you know, Ronaldo in the Premier League, like playing for United unbelievable like knuckleball ball, free kicks galore yeah, yeah. always scoring them I think he was better actually better at free kicks back then yeah. than he is now I think he's not as uh... he'll probably score a free kick in his first week now <laughs> yeah all eyes would be on whether himself and Bruno who's going to sort out between 
you know, taking penalties and stuff like that. I have a feeling that Ronaldo would be taking penalties. Oh, Ronaldo's going to take over that duty, definitely. Yeah. But I suppose, to chat a little bit about Ronaldo, like, will he start? I know we spoke about this a few minutes ago. Like, it's not a, it's not such, such a nailed on thing. For the first week, I don't think he's going to start. Because you look at Solisier, he didn't start Varane. He didn't start Sancho. I don't even think he has started Sancho yet, has he? I think Sancho might have started once, but Sancho's Against kind of Wolves? struggling. Uh, yeah, I think so. Okay. Yeah. But I, I don't think he's going to start Ronaldo, even if it is Ronaldo. Yeah. He's going to look at him and go, why Why would I start him when I could put somebody who's been proven for us so, so far in my system? Yeah. The likes of Greenwoods and players like that seem to be playing well, but I suppose it is just a case of, you know, wait and see. I know yeah. I, I say that a lot about players sometimes when I'm trying to keep an eye on them. But it is it is really kind of I wanna see what the starting lineup is gonna be like, how they play with him in the team or if he's not in the team. But there's no doubt about it, look, the man is an absolute goal scoring machine. Yeah. He will score goals. I think he'll score between ten and fifteen goals. I don't know if he'll score score any more than that, but he'll probably prove me out wrong because he's just a he's just an absolute machine. Yeah. You know, so he is someone that, like I said, like Lukaku, I'm waiting to see how he's used at United. And, like, is he going to be rested around Champions League nights? And is he going to kind of... Is he going to start a lot of Premier League games? Or is he going to start a lot of Champions League games? I don't know. Like, they'll, they'll obviously have a plan for how they're going to use him. Yeah. He's, he's in serious shape, really. Yeah. He is in serious shape. And, yeah. you know, that can only go in good ways for him. Like, because of the shape he's in. Like, he's definitely in as good shape as any of the 24, 5-year-olds in there. Yeah. And he could keep up the pace all season if he wanted to. It's pretty ridiculous. Like, you'd definitely imagine that Ronaldo will play till he's 40. Oh, yeah, easily. He might go to the MLS when he's 40, but yeah, he'll, no he'll rip problem. it up over no there. No like, problem. He'll probably yeah. score hundreds of goals over there as well. If Eber like. can do it, why can't yeah, he? Like, yeah. I think Ronaldo's the type of player that he'll want to go and score goals over there if he yeah. does go eventually, so... Yeah, Ronaldo, 12.5 million. Um, big, big money. And you would have to restructure your squad a lot if you have Bruno and Salah, like I have. Uh, one of them would have to go. Yeah. That's not going to be Salah. I don't think Salah's going to be same sold Same if Lukaku came in. Yeah, I think Bruno would be the one that would probably take the hit there. Um, because you're not going to get... You, to, to restructure your whole squad, Like you'd have to change the whole thing. Yeah, And like I just feel like Fernandez will be a player that I have to miss out like you know just so much money for Ronaldo yeah. but we'll have to see whether he's worth it or just, not just to quickly mention though as well as you said if Ronaldo takes over penalty duty and maybe he takes over free kick duty even though he's not the best at free kicks anymore he'll probably take them over because mm-hmm. it's Ronaldo does that mean then that a lot of Fernandez's points value just goes down the amount oh, of yeah, penalties he got last season like yeah if Big Ronaldo time. is starting and if he's taking over penalties, I'm definitely looking at getting Fernandez out and Ronaldo in. Yeah. Because of the price that's there between the two. Yeah, like they're both like Fernandez is twelve, Ronaldo's twelve and a half. Um if it's it's funny it's funny you mention that now. I had a quick look at the uh, top transfer ins and outs in FPL uh for the for, for this game we coming. Okay. So the top transfer in is Ronaldo and you can transfer it in eleven million times. By oh, managers, wow, okay. like now I don't know about the rest, like but then you've got um, Fernand Torres, Tamari Gray, and then Benrama and Antonio were also transferred in uh, in big numbers. And then who was the top transferred out? Bruno. Bruno. Yeah, one of the biggest transferred out players uh, for the coming game week, along with uh, Ings and Shaw. So 
yeah, I'd say a lot of people are kind of using that money from Bruno to get to Ronaldo. Yeah. Which look, that's probably that's probably the um, that's probably the thing to do. That's probably the 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 only way you're going to get to him. But yeah, I'm not going to take him out straight away because a game against Newcastle, like again, you'd feel you'd feel like a like an idiot if you took Bruno out, put Ronaldo in. Ronaldo doesn't start. Bruno Halls. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Weekend ruined. Weekend. Weekend absolutely ruined. <laughs> Phone thrown out Phone the window. Phone thrown out the window. Uh, cl- club deleted. Club deleted, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, that's Ronaldo. Then moving on to Dominic Calvert-Lewin. You have him already. Yeah. 8.2 million. On penalties. In good form. Fixtures also very good. Uh, sure. Sure, what could I really say about him? Like, last year I had him in most of the season. You're a big fan of him, aren't you? You kind of... He's just he's just a player you could throw in and forget about. Like you you have Antonio in and you said he's a set player, you throw him in, you forget oh, yeah. about him. Yeah. Maybe Ings as well as one of them players. But for me it was always Calvert Lewin last season. I put mm. him in there. I don't even have to think for a second if I'm taking him in or out or not. Because yeah. it's the week I take him out he's gonna score. Or oh it's yeah. Just... It's always the week you take a player out that you get hurt. Yeah. You get hurt the most. But he was he was one of the top five goal scorers last season. He was, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, got he had a couple of assists as he well. He had such a good start to the season as well, didn't he? Remember, he got like a, a hat trick or something like that against West Brom last year. And he, yeah, and he, he got another two good. after that. Yeah, yeah. I think towards the end of back, uh, last season, he kind of let me down a couple of times. I don't think I ever owned him when he when he scored big. So I you know, think um, I think when Hamez kind of got injured, you really saw his form dip because Hamez oh, yeah. was the one big time, yeah, feeding him. Now Demary Gray is the one feeding them as yeah. well. Funny you mentioned Demary Gray. Uh, he is one of the next ones that we'll just briefly kind of touch on. 5.6 million. Like I said, with Dominic Carver Lewin. 5.6 million, 5. yeah. 5.6 million, okay, yeah. right. I think he started off at 5.5. So, you know, he's 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 uh, risen a little bit, but still very good value in that Everton midfield. Starts every game. Definitely a player I'm going to be looking at, anyways. There's possibly a chance this week I might get him in. Remember, I was talking about yes, you were taking talking a minus four, and he might be a player to get in. Yeah. Um, Great potential. I didn't really realise he was 5.6 million. I think because he's 5.6 million now, if you're looking at a route to get to Ronaldo without letting your squad take a dip in quality, yeah. if he's someone that's going to get you a point a couple of odd weeks, why yeah. not put him in? Like, oh, five, yeah, absolutely. I'm definitely thinking million, about like, it anyway. Yeah, you could take million. out somebody worth 7 million, you save one and a half there. Yeah. Well, you can, if, if you have, like myself, if you have Harvey Barnes, you can, you know get him quite easily because you know the money from Harvey Barnes like it's nearly for a million less mm. you'll get uh, you'll get to Mary Gray so he's another one to consider um, Everton as well just remember like Everton have really good fixtures and it's going to be very hard to ignore a team with good fixtures yeah you know because they'll be expected to do bits every week and uh, hopefully hopefully they will anyways even people are going to be looking at Richardson just the tiniest bit thought about Richardson a little bit but I think he's He's so hit and miss when it comes to points. Like Dominic Carver-Lewin is a more consistent. Yeah, he's more consistent, yeah. and Gray has been getting in the points as well. Luca Dean, if you want to get into the defense, apart from that, they're probably the, the, the three yeah. most players that I would that I would go for. Yeah, maybe Luca Dean is someone. Luca Dean, yeah. As well, yeah. He's got an attacking presence as well. Like so, maybe. Uh, who else we got here? I have written down Harry Kane, so I'm kind of wondering where Harry Kane's head is at. Twelve point three million. Um, he's not hit his top form this year as of yet. We need to wait and see, but there's no doubt he's a top. He's the top Premier League striker. He is. But uh, yeah. his head is definitely scrambled. I say after that summer. After the summer, yeah, I think to say he 
is the top Premier League striker. Yes, but at the moment, is he going to be there after the end of the season? You have Lukaku in now. You have Ronaldo in. I think because of where his head is at and how many goals Tottenham have scored so far this season. Yeah. Having Harry Kane small. in. Yeah, it's been having Harry Kane in is a huge. It's 12.3 million. Yeah. Like, you know, you, you look at Chelsea, Tuchel's Chelsea side. They're, they're going to score goals every single game week. Yeah. Every single game week because yeah. they just love playing football. Yeah. United got four against Leeds, sorry, or five against Leeds, sorry yeah. to mention it. Oh, yeah. You know, and if they start firing on all cylinders, they'll get gold as well. Yeah, I think Tottenham have just been a little bit, how do you say it, just haven't hit their top form yet because, look, they're, they're a good side, like, you know, when they're, when they, they're at the They've peak gotten of their, their wins, they've gotten their wins, they've done happy out with their wins, but yeah. will yeah. they get. Still three wins in a row. Yeah. Yeah, but will they get more than three goals in the match this season? Yeah. I think it is still very early days, yeah. and with Harry Kane like like I'm not going to be getting him straight away but if uh, if anything changes like in terms of if he starts scoring goals even creating a few assists just you know being a little bit more creative then um, I'll definitely consider it but for now no I'll give it a miss so just uh, wild, wild card option there to Harry Kane possibly in two or three weeks maybe two or three weeks yeah, yeah. again we'd have to see how, how he plays if he starts scoring then uh, if he gets a little bit of form at all then we'll consider it but right now no who else we have his teammate uh, Sergio Regulon I actually brought him in as one of my free transfers this week I don't know I just like I just like his attacking potential and he's also a solid defender I think a lot of people a lot of people kind of like him anyway so I'm going to stick him in there for 5.2 million cheap yeah not bad and then finally we have Fernand Torres of Manchester City this is an interesting one now because yes. I've been looking at him all all week thinking so about him all it's week. like I said to you yesterday um, he's he's playing as a as a false number 9 or F- false 9 central or is he playing yeah. up front or, or what is he like Gabriel Jesus is their only main striker at City oh, but Pep doesn't rate him okay so look I think with De Bruyne coming back it's so hard to see whether Fernand Torres fits into that team down the middle or not. Yeah. Because I feel like when De Bruyne is back, they're going to play a false nine yeah. and have De Bruyne create everything. Yeah. I think De Bruyne is definitely somebody that you might have to put down in two or three weeks because if Pep is planning on playing him in that centre forward, like he did for a tiny bit of last season, and he played Sterling there for a tiny bit of last season mm-hmm. as well. But I think he's going to try to go that way with De Bruyne. Yeah. Um, we still don't know. We still don't have any information about De Bruyne that he's just a long-term absence with an ankle injury. There's no set date on coming back, so he uh, will have to keep an eye on that because when he does come back, even it'll take him a while to get up to yeah. up to match fitness. But, and but then, Fernand Torres right now at the moment is definitely an option to look at because oh yeah. De Bruyne is actually yeah, hundred percent because he's played. I think he's played nearly all of the games so far, and he's played the most minutes of a lot of Man City players. So seven point seven point one million. See, because De Bruyne is out and he wants to play that false sign. Yeah. Ferdinand Torres is his only option mm. to play the false sign. Yeah. I think he does it pretty well too. So, you know, he got a uh, got eighteen points against Eight, Arsenal yeah, in that five yeah. win. So I think he got two goals and a couple of assists. So that's a pretty Be- big. Before then as well, I think he but he obviously did it against Spurs. Oh yeah. But yeah, um, yeah, yeah. what other game week did he have the? They played uh, Norwich. Norwich, yeah. Like he got a couple of points mm. there as well. Like it's definitely an option to look at. Has to be. Yeah, so that is pretty much all of our potential wildcard targets. Again, that's just a small list of players we've kind of been looking at the last couple of weeks. 
and um, hopefully that helps in some of your decisions. Before I move on to the game week four fixtures, Keen, I don't know if you've seen this, but something broke this morning uh, in uh, in the news. I've seen it on Sport Bible or Sky Sports or something like that. Apparently, there's been a FIFA um, FIFA regulation or something like that. They've basically told yeah. the Premier League clubs that they can't play any of the Brazilian players from the 10th to the 14th of September. So I'm not really sure what's happened. That could be kind of in line with the fact that the Brazil the the whole thing that went on over in Brazil. Yeah. With Brazil and Argentina, um, or maybe just the fact that they're on the I think Brazil are on the red list for the UK. I don't. I'm not too sure. Again, that's literally just a story that I followed before you arrived to record this today. So we'll have to keep an eye on that. It, but Rafinha would be one of them players right, involved okay. in that uh, in that ban. Fiat Fabinho. It's Fred. not even the players that went over to Brazil. It's just Brazilian players in general. I think so, yeah. It's just basically to not be just yeah. discriminating with the other teams that didn't send players well, over. Well, no, like, I, I don't know about that now. I think it's more so a health official thing. Okay. You know, I think it's okay. probably a COVID thing or probably just a kind of protection thing. But literally, we'll probably find out more over the next couple of days and uh, we'll, uh, we'll have a better idea of what's going to be happening with them players. But just do keep an eye on it because you don't want to get to Saturday and already have the information and then think your team is okay and then next thing there's about three or four yellow flags yeah wouldn't be yeah. the first time it's happened but anyway game week four fixtures i'll just do a quick rundown now of the ones that are on saturday at 12 30 palace take on spurs arsenal norwich brentford brighton leicester man city manu take on newcastle southampton play west ham watford wolves chelsea aston villa half five on saturday and then on Sunday, Leeds and Liverpool is the only game, followed by, on Monday, uh, Everton and Burnley. So I've just put a couple of marks beside some of the players that we just need to watch from some of these teams. Obviously, Palace and Spurs, if you have Son, Regulon, Kane, they're probably your best bets from that one. If you were to pick someone from the Arsenal and Norwich game, if you had to pick three players, obviously it's going to be three Arsenal players. But if yeah. you had to pick, maybe not even three, but two, who would you go with? Um, Saka. Tierney. Yeah. A lot of people like a one week punt on Saka, I think. Yeah, I think I think Saka's probably your safest bet of a starter with Arsenal, along with Tierney. The only reason I'm saying Tierney is from the first two game weeks he didn't have anybody better than them in chances created, which is nuts because Arsenal haven't scored a single goal. And I think if Arsenal are gonna score a goal, it's probably gonna come through him. He's probably gonna grab an assist or two. Yeah. What about I, the likes of Aubameyang and Lacazette? No, I keep away from them. <laughs> really, really. I just, you just don't know which one of them is going to start. He, he could even start Balogun up top because he's that type of manager. Arteta's, he's, he's, he's grasping a tr- straws now. Arteta, so I think he's going to start the likes of Saka and Odegaard. Okay, but Odegaard won't get you any points because he, he just isn't that type of player. He's okay. just a continuous play player. Yeah. I, I couldn't tell you who'd start up front he could start Bamian could start Lacazette so that's why I'm keeping kind of far away from yeah. both of them because yeah. it's it's a 50-50 yeah. who's going to start yeah. see it is it is a little bit because when a team is in transition like that and a little bit of a, a little bit of a, t- a difficult moment it's hard to know who will start any game on any given week so yeah um, if you want to have a punt on Saka that's probably the best option there Yeah, Manchester United and Newcastle is another game we just kind of looked at for all of you that have Ronaldo you know if you've if you're brave enough you'll start him 
Um, you also have Bruno Fernandes, Luke Shaw, Mason Greenwoods. They're probably the best picks from that one, to be fair. Um, what about Leicester and Man City? I didn't put a tick beside that one because I don't really know. Would you go Leicester, for Leicester, Man City? You'd go maybe Fernand with your Fernand Torres, yeah. Diaz if you have him Diaz. as a defensive option. I I just don't see any Leicester players you can really go for. Verdi maybe. Yeah, it'll be a tough game for Leicester. It will be definitely. It 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 could be like it could be a case of they might get a draw out of it, but uh, I would expect Man City to win. I, I could, could be wrong, obviously, but yeah, remember I last season Leicester beat them five two. Yeah. Home, or in in the Etihad, remember Verdi got a hat trick. Oh, he did. Yeah. Two penalties. Um, yeah. I I just it's one of them games where you kind of have to go. Yeah. Do I risk it? It's a it's an all or nothing type of game. Is it really. worth it? Next is Watford and Wolves. We spoke a little bit about the likes of Jimenez, Damatriore, Semedo, different players like that. They're probably the three best options on the Wolves side. I'd look at Emmanuel Dennis for uh, Watford, yeah. but uh, no, nah, I think I think I'm going to stick with my Wolves. With my Wolves, is Malasar maybe? Maybe, yeah, yeah. He seems to be one of their main attacking options. So that is Wolves and Watford. Chelsea Aston Villa half five. Lukaku. Lukaku <laughs> yeah Lukaku Kai Havertz Kai Havertz yeah yeah. if he starts Jorginho I like Jorginho now again Pulisic Pulisic yeah but once again like who who's going to start in that uh, one it's going to be the very... main one is Lukaku to yeah. start like, yeah, I think but... if you have Lukaku that's probably a player that you're kind of looking to to be on uh, a lot of the time on the Astro Villa side their fixture is about to get real uh, difficult so Ropey, yeah. I would stay away I would get rid of the likes of Danny Ings uh, Bundia and Bailey if you have any of them yeah, Leon, Leon Bailey go. now somebody I'd be looking at in a couple of weeks in the future mm. when they're coming back out of their tough game weeks Yeah, yeah. Uh, Danny Ings as well obviously but Bailey now looks like somebody who'll get points for them too Yeah. then on to Leeds and Liverpool if what we believe is to be true about Rafinha and them Brazilian players there'll be a lot of players out on both sides so you have the likes of uh, Fabinho out for Liverpool Alisson out for Liverpool yeah Alisson will be out Rafinha will be out so could be a bit of a strange Robert one Firmino Firmino yeah but I think he's injured anyway he's okay. out for for a few weeks okay so I would go I would just stick with your with your with your Salah and your Trent and uh, maybe maybe Paddy B oh yeah Bamford Bamford will start but uh, I don't know ba- Bamford's his form is his form is very patchy and there's definitely better players than him like the likes of Dominic Calvert-Lewin is definitely a better player or a de- uh, better option Anyways, yeah. his form, I've, I've had him in my team from the first game week and he's yeah. actually done decent points wise for me Yeah. whether he still does it against Liverpool I don't know that's ah, very difficult very, very difficult because Liverpool are playing well and finally we move on to Everton and Burnley all the usuals oh, yeah Dominic Calvert-Lewin Calvert-Lewin Richardson Gray Gray Dina Dina uh, Burnley you can maybe throw in Chris Wood but no. I think I think at this stage when we go through the fixtures now I think we kind of just pick one side yeah. that's probably going to be the winner yeah, you know yeah. um, I think in the past on this podcast we've just spent too much time going through all the fixtures yeah. where I've just kind of ticked off the ones where we're going to have a little bit of uh, interest I actually forgot about Southampton and West Ham oh Southampton and West Ham yeah, yeah. Ben, Rama and, ben Antonio. Rama and Antonio yeah, yeah it has to be yeah. they're the only they're, the, if you don't have them in your squad if you don't have Antonio on your side then why not you need yeah. to get them <laughs> you need to get them stop, why listen, not? stop listening to this podcast and just go get them <laughs> um there's two strikers I just want to mention from a game that could go either way. Ivan Tony and uh, Liam Malpai. Okay. Brighton and Brentford. If you want to go for something a bit flavourful, should we say, away yeah. from Different. Danny Ings, yeah. you know, coming into tough game weeks. Malpai has had a couple of uh, goals out of season already. 
Tony just scored in game week three, could start hitting form. Mm-hmm. Maybe, you know, yeah. m- maybe I'll look at either two of them, but it, that's just like if you really want to get risky and flavorful with it. Yeah, I think I have Robert Sanchez and goal. That's probably going to be the height of my Brighton players yeah, so far. Yeah. But um, yeah, that'll be it'll be a tight game, and uh, you kind of would expect Ivan Tony to to score in that one. But I think a lot of uh, Ivan Tony owners are kind of coming to the end of their time with him now. They're kind of yeah. saying, well, one goal, one goal, yeah, games. yeah, just just a lot of lot of blanks and when a player blanks that much I think you're kind of like yeah, yeah. it's time to go so that is it that is uh, everything covered um, I was going to do a favourable fixture run but you know I'd only be just naming out a load of fixtures there so if you do have a chance go on to the FDR uh, the fixture difficulty rating on the Premier League app have a look at it you'll see the likes of Arsenal Everton Leeds Wolves Liverpool Leicester Chelsea um they all have great fixtures in the next 10 or 11 games so yeah. just go on and have a look if you're if you're planning for your wild card in the next couple of weeks it may help and um yeah hope uh, we've at least given you some ideas for uh for game week four at least so that just leaves us to uh sign off Keen. oh um, we're done we are done and dusted for another week uh six episodes in can't believe it i think i think uh if we get to episode 10 we should like record it and put it up on YouTube. You know, just find somewhere and just put it. You know, kind of record it. That kind of you know, yeah, maybe go out to Air Square. <laughs> maybe yeah, 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 or something like that. Like just you know to celebrate ten episodes. But um, yeah, if you do enjoy it, then make sure you head over to Spotify, hit the uh, subscribe button or the follow button. Is it? The, it's the follow button, isn't it? On uh, Spotify. Yeah, it's follow. Yeah, so you'll never follow miss an ep- episode. Yeah. You'll get a notification. You can, you can, but you have to hit the bell for a notification if there's a upload in the podcast. Okay. I think so. Yeah. Anyway. I've seen a couple of people send me. Uh, snaps of um of their Alexa and their their Google Google Sound thing. All right, putting it on and it'll tell you when you have a new episode and stuff like that, which is cool enough. Yeah. So all that's left for us to do is to wish you the very best of luck for game week four. I nearly forget forgot what game week it was there. So <laughs> yeah, uh, best of luck for game week four, everybody, and uh, we'll talk to you again next week. We'll do a full review of the game week and uh, we'll have a look to game week five so best of luck Keen. yeah best of luck to you too see you maybe, later folks. maybe not too much luck though <laughs> good luck <laughs>